We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Visit Hellsberg.com for safe and easy ways to shop this holiday, like free shipping and returns, virtual shopping appointments, or buy online and pick up in store. And right now, Get a free Microsoft Surface Go 2 with the purchase of $1,499 or more. You gift, you get. Limited time offer while supplies last. See online or in store for details. This is Rams Uncensored with Matt Herrera. This, this just, the, like that whole, I, I don't know, it just makes Brian Joano. I am in the cornfield looking at you right now. Tommy Avance. I want to host a, a radio show, but I stutter. And Mark Luhan. You blending up those Krispy Kreme donuts and juicing, Matt? You have now entered the danger zone. I'll give you a virtual hug, too. Thanks, Jonah, for coming on, man. I know we've been trying to get you on for a long time now, uh, but yeah. yeah, like it's it's in the thick of the off season. There isn't much Rams talk going on, and I'm sure yeah. as you've been seeing what we do on Twitter and whatnot. You know, we're just trying to engage with the community. So, you know, I'm just I just want to say thanks for coming on. And what are your overall thoughts? I know there's not a lot going on in Rams in the Rams world right now, but you know, there's a lot of off-season additions made with Clay Matthews, Eric Weddle, um, and there's always going to be turnover. But just give us your overall thoughts so far, man, on the Rams and, and how you think the season, this 2019 season is going to pan out. It's, it's kind of hard to say. I mean, there's like there are a ton of question marks, you know. Sure. Um, but I think I think overall I'm just excited to, to watch some how these uh, veterans can contribute. You know, obviously Weddle – Everyone says he's a real smart guy. 
So, you know, passing that knowledge on to some of our younger guys is is great. Um, our defense was a little bit rough around the edges last year, so hopefully that, you know, shakes out. And um, obviously Todd Gurley's the, the biggest question mark. There's all kinds of speculation. Um, I don't really pay attention to what people outside of Todd's or the Rams camp says about it too much. I mean, even what they say is kind of limited. So um, thinking that someone else has better understanding or knowledge of what's going on with his knee and how that thing's going to pan out this year is kind of um, just seems like all speculation to me. So, yeah. Um, and, 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 just around that topic, I mean, it's kind of like dried out now. I, are you like? I feel like I'm kind of dehydrated over that topic. You know what yeah, I mean? Absolutely. Is... <laughs> yeah. Well, grab a damn beer, Mark. Mark. I mean, yeah, Mark. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> grab a damn beer, Matt. Yeah, yeah, I will. Mark, okay. Mark, Mark couldn't join us. He might join in a little bit. His dog died today, so he oh. just got done burying him and literally i guess he came home and was there for his last breath so he's having a hard day yeah that's a bummer man yeah no Uh, for sure yeah i mean it's hard you know it's hard uh, to say sort of what um what's going on with him but the the reality is the rams you know drafted to protect any fall off that um you know that may occur with todd Gurley. so Mm -hmm. Even that means, you know, I'm a little less worried about it. So when you say rough around the edges, are you talking about the cornerback play last year and the secondary? Is that what you're talking about, rough around the yeah. edges? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, they had trouble stopping the run. Um, so it, it, it'll just be interesting. Uh, um, it'll be interesting to see how guys kind of move around, you know, see where Johnson ends up. I mean, um Peters, Mr. John. He, John. I mean, obviously, he was dealing with he was dealing with um, some some injuries, but you know, mm-hmm. late and they held up in the playoffs. So, right when um, Talib was on the other side, they looked really, really like pretty good, damn good as a cornerback. Yeah, yeah. Talib, Talib um, was definitely like that calming presence out there because he could still absolutely. hold his own in one on one, where Peters kind of needs to play off a little bit. And likes yeah. to be that ball hawk, so I think that was definitely big for them. Um, but tell me, yeah, what, speaking of corners, much. what speaking speaking of quarters corners? I mean, uh, what's your thoughts on David Long, uh, our drafty? Um, you know what? I didn't I didn't follow him a ton in college. Okay, um, just it's just you know only what I've heard. Um, and it sounds like people are pretty hyped on him. I'm kind of interested to see if some of the some of last year's guys kind of step up, Kaiser and Ogbo and those guys. Right. Um, you know, that's what I was, that's what that's what I'm probably most looking forward to on the defense is hopefully seeing those guys get some reps. Um, I'm not sure if they sat out last year because they weren't quite quite um, starter material, or if it was just one of those things where they had, you know, they kind of had those spots filled out pretty well and. So we'll see what they do this year. Well, All I right. think for sure with Ogbo, it just happened to be, you know, he had a lot of injury concerns. But, and injury, by yeah. time he act, but by time he actually was healthy, like he was just so far behind the eight ball as far as learning the defense and getting out there. I just don't think there was a chance for him. 
as far as Kaiser, yeah. I think you, I think you are correct though. I think they just had guys in place and um, they were quite content just using him in the special teams, you know? So yeah, this year should be with, a lot um, different. Yeah. And with, o- and with um, Obo, you know, it's interesting because um, I think people kind of tend to forget about him, you know? Um, oh yeah, so, for sure. He's sort of he's sort of been off the radar, but yeah, he was a big. I, mean, he was I the was one looking forward to seeing him last year. Yeah, he was a big. He was the one guy Oklahoma. I really wanted to get drafted. Yeah. Really. Like honestly, I remember during that draft, and I kept going. I hope they draft Ogbo. Like I, I, I remember him playing Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. He was, I believe, he was the Big Twelve Defensive Player of the Year that year, right? Yeah. Yep. I mean, he is a little undersized, but you know. He doesn't have to be out there. He doesn't have to be a three-down player. You could bring yeah, him out in yeah. specialty situations. Yeah, he could find success as a rollable guy. Substitution. I'm For sure. Cur- yeah. Jonah, I'm curious. You know, I, I kind of look at the Rams and the way they're set up for the future with Sean McVay and Jared Goff, and I feel, yeah, it's something that I kind of talk about a lot on these podcasts, is that they look uh, – as close as anyone could look to replicating what Belichick and Brady have in New York. Now I'm curious as to what your thoughts are to that on my, on my little assessment. Like, do you feel I'm jumping too far to conclusions? Do you kind of see the light at the end of the tunnel that I'm talking about? Do you, or do you, do you think I'm way off base, man? Um, well, actually, you know, that's funny that you say that too, because I was just having this conversation with someone. I can't remember who, but um, it was, it was something, you know, I said something similar, but I think, the way, especially, you know, it'll be, I'd, I'll feel more like that if, if Kaiser and Ogbo jump in and have sort of a, um, you know, contribute a little bit more, but then you see them sort of, I think last, last season, everyone was like, this is your window. It's all, it's a win it now. They were putting together, you know, this team and they, they were expecting that things were going to happen um, this year and they had to win. Otherwise that window was going to close on them. But I, I, you know, I believe now that, um, it's really they're they've, they're primed to be good for a long time, you know. And then of course, you know, you have uh, Sean McVay, who's one of the youngest, or he is the youngest head coach. Um, and so you is, have—is he the youngest? I, I think he I, still I is. Because yeah, he was a record. How old is Zach, how old is Zach Taylor? Oh, that's right. Or, King, or Zach Taylor or Cliff? I mean, he was the youngest. I'm just curious. I'm not 100 percent sure off the top of my head. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, actually, not. Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, but you know, obviously, if if they can keep him around for, you know, a majority, if not the entirety of his career, you know, that's in in my mind, that's going to be lots of success for a long time. So. Yeah, for sure. So uh, Kingsbury is 39, and Zach is 36. Right. So McVeigh is still the youngest head coach in the NFL. There you go. Correct. Thirty-three yes, years I wasn't old. Sure. Man, it makes me feel like I can't, haven't done shit with my life being twenty-seven. Yeah, I know. And this guy's thirty-three. I'm, I'm I'm his age, and I'm like, yeah, that's well. My, you have to look uh, at it. My my idea of success has gone out the window. <laughs> but I mean, you got to look at it in a different way, though. The kid, you know, his grandpa was the architect of the great Niners dynasty pretty much. I mean, he's been around it his whole life. He was a stud athlete. 
Like, he gets it. He was a quarterback, a wide receiver. Like, offensively, he just gets it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he he's shared that he doesn't plan on coaching for too, too long. So I'm always like, all right, how long is not too, too long? Like, is this guy trying to look and get out of coaching and retire before the age of 50? But, I mean, even if so. Well, if he... you, well and you know what? The other thing that I'm I'm interested to see, though, is um, like – like kind of in that, in a similar vein there, you know, it's like if, you know, there's always, people always talk about um, Belichick's coaching tree. And it's like, you know, a lot of the guys, they come out of there and they haven't been super successful. And it's like, hopefully McVeigh is in there and sort of imparting his wisdom on, on some other guys too, you know? Right. I, f- I feel like when he says something like, like he doesn't plan on coaching, it seems like he would want to be more of like a top exec Kind of like what his grandfather was, right? Be more yeah. in, in, a, in a higher up executive type of position, so he's not as stressed as a coach. But you know, while he's youthful, he, he's going to have that energy to really rally guys together, as we have seen these last two years. And yeah, it's just it, it gets he gets me pumped up, man. Or or maybe maybe he's seen you know how stressed out his grandpa is. Maybe he's seen these guys and he's been around it his whole life, and maybe he's like. I'm going to give 10 years to this. I'm going to be super rich. I have a super hot wife, and I'm going to go enjoy my life. <laughs> oh, that's right. He's, he's officially engaged now, too, huh? He is. He Sweet. is. And, she, and Veronica is hot. What can we say? That Instagram yeah. model. And Jared Goffman, too. I know. Wait, what about Jared Goffman? He's yeah, got his pretty girl. girlfriend. Is. Yeah. Oh, he has a girlfriend now? Yeah, she's. She's a, she's a probably I think she's like an Instagram model or something, but she's pretty cute. I was I was shocked when someone sent it to me. I was like, oh, Jerry Goff didn't I didn't see it. This goofy guy. Well, <laughs> I, I don't care how goofy he is. He is a freaking quarterback of an LA football team. You know he's going to be able to pull some yeah, hot right. Hell yeah! yeah. <laughs> I don't care how goofy he is. No effort required. I mean Tony Romo, that motherfucker. He's he a goofy fuck, and he pulled fucking hot ass all the time. <laughs> Jessica Simpson. There you Still? go. <laughs> or he, he's married now? He's probably married now. I have no clue. He's probably married. Hey, fucking Ben Roethlisberger fucking went out and raped like three women, and he got fucking married like six months later. Oh, God, he really <laughs> But you know what I mean? <laughs> fuck. <laughs> hey, well, there's only hey, 32. <laughs> there's only 32 of those guys out there, right? So there's going to be a whole bunch of women throwing that, throwing that. Uh, yeah. As Eddie Murphy said, you know, there is so much vagina probably being thrown at them, it's falling out of their pockets. <laughs> yeah, I'm with it. I'm with it. So uh, let's switch gears here a little bit, since this is Rams Uncensored. Jonah, I know you're kind of active on Twitter, and I know you like to get out there and fuck with people. What, what's what's your thought on all the, uh, you know, off season Twitter drama, as we like to call it? Because every off season, yeah, Twitter drama. <laughs> <laughs> I am. Um, I, I think it's amusing, personally. I, you know, I obviously, yeah, I'm pretty active on Twitter, so I see everything. I, you know, I follow right. you guys. You guys all follow me and and everybody. Um, so it's it's, uh, you know. I try to stay away from, uh, you know, I like jabbing people here and there, but um, I, 
I really personally just don't like to, you know, engage in too much like uh, where people are, you know, getting offended and stuff. A lot of the gift stuff is funny, you know, it's like, do I think they maybe cross the line from time to time? Sure. But do I, do I still laugh at it? Absolutely. You know, it's all, it's all fun games and people shouldn't get their feelings hurt. Um, I think in the end, it's like, if I, you know, I have a life, no, I have I family, it. I got a job, you know, I have all this stuff. And if someone says that, or, you know, puts my head on a gift, um, doing something silly or, you know, whatever, if that hurts my feelings, then, you know, I mean, seems kind of silly. If that hurts your feelings, if that hurts, I was going to say is if that hurts your feelings, it's time to get off Twitter and go back to real life. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's like, it's like if someone on Twitter that I don't know thinks I'm a jackass, um, I, you know, that opinion doesn't hurt my feelings. You know, if my daughter thinks I'm a jackass, then that hurts my feelings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which totally like, makes the sense. Between, the difference between Twitter and real life, you know what I mean? So I, I'm not, I don't get offended easily. I'm not offended by any of the stuff. I could see there, there have been like maybe one or two occasions where, you know, it's, I think someone, I think there was a time where someone made a joke and it wasn't, I don't know if it was about someone's wife, but it was like the wife was included and that made someone upset. And like, you know, it's like stuff like that. It's like, maybe they crossed yeah. the line. I probably laughed at it. I don't know. You know, it's like, I, I, you know, it's hard. Like I said, I'm not easily offended. So that stuff doesn't offend me. I could see where other people are coming from. I laugh at all of it. That's just, that's just me though. You know? Hey, as we like to say, people like to get up in their feelings, right? Yeah, that's right. I mean, Matt gets up in his feelings every single day. Like, when he opens his fridge and he doesn't see a Krispy Kreme donut in there, Matt's in his feelings. <laughs> you stop it, Brian. Matt? Come when on, people, Matt. Tell when when about people it. give Matt a hard time about his uh, his voice changer. <laughs> <laughs> that was like... That was, you know what's funny is that was like my favorite episode because I was listening to it and I was like, damn, Matt, he sounds a lot different than I remember. He's sounding like, uh, you know... Uh, as Jared. dude, Matt, Matt had no clue. That was the best part. We're like tripping out and he's just like, what man? Oh, fuck me, man. I was so worried. I should have, <laughs> I should have done something sooner. I thought you guys were fucking with me, man. I, I dude, I, I think I was super stoned and I was like, man, am I having like an acid flashback right now? Why is Matt sound so slow? <laughs> okay. Slow and low. Fuck yeah. Yeah. I mean, oh, man. to get to get Go my ahead, two man. cents in about the whole Twitter drama uh, and just people getting in their feelings, I just feel like it's the internet, right? Everyone now is hiding behind an avatar. And even if you're not, it's like, especially for Twitter, like that's the place to go and really just get loose and just have fun. And like the whole Keen Fahey thing last week was awesome and amazing by like everyone getting blocked myself included and and you know it's I, I just... still don't even know who that guy is <laughs> he was uh yeah. he, he used to be a contributor for espn and now he just does his own thing like a patreon thing where he analyzes like quarterbacks and stuff i used to respect the guy don't because i i learned about him because he was on the uh dan lebitard show a lot uh during the football season especially and then yeah, like so, I followed him, and then like I just saw how much of a dick he was being too. N- n- like, let alone like I, th- I would, I didn't care about the Todd Gurley 
knee disintegrated stuff, right? Even though that's pretty ridiculous. But yeah, he he just thought I was being a dick too. So I was like, whatever. But yeah, like it's like I wasn't taking it too seriously, and I I just felt like he probably shouldn't even gave me those those like ten minutes of time that he did. He I'm like like just fucking like I don't know what's uh what's like uh, the smallest currency in Ireland to them like uh, uh, uh... a penny. <laughs> well, no, they don't have pennies there, right? It'd be like a shekel or something. Like I'm just a they're shekel on, to no, him. No, no, they're on the euro, bro. <laughs> whatever, you know. I'm just trying to fuck around. But yeah. yeah. Uh, that one was funny because <laughs> on the fucking euro. <laughs> that one was funny because he he said that thing, and then you know he, he started blocking people that were like were like coming after him. I didn't even come after him. I said something. I made a comment, and then he um, made like made a smart ass comment back, and then I and then I made you know I followed up with my own smart ass comment and. Right. I stayed unblocked for a long time, and so I don't even know why all of a sudden he decided to block me because that was the end of our interaction. But then he started blocking everyone, and I, I went back and checked like uh, a day later or something, and I was blocked. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> he was probably he, tired of all those damn just, notifications. <laughs> yeah, he blocked the whole fan base. That's hilarious. <laughs> hey, the, on, the only people I get blocked by are Cody and the Bogues. That's it, guys. And Ben blocked. I'm blocked and Ben, ben Roethlisberger. Roethlisberger. <laughs> yes, Ben Roethlisberger as well. I don't know why. I've never interacted with him, but I am blocked by him. Yeah. Well, I, I, when that whole AB thing went down, I was kind of like, I was kind of like, you know, everybody kind of shat on AB, and I was like, dude, people have to realize that this guy has an ego too, you know? It's like they're, they're, they could have oh, yeah. both been jerks to each other, but just to put all the blame on Antonio was kind of crazy, you know? Of oh, course, yeah. now you know, Antonio went off and was, you know, kind of lost his mind a little bit there. But that's one of those things where you kind of like, um, where, I mean, and I'm wondering if he was just finding people that were commenting on those kinds of things and blocking them or something. You know, that seems kind of crazy. Yeah, I don't know, man. Just like anything with his name, like maybe just the name search and he saw anybody talking about him just hit block. I'm also blocked by Bomani Jones. What? Oh wait, there there is one other one. Who's who's the, who's the guy? Uh, the fucking Cleveland reporter. What's that fucking dickhead's name? Tony Tony Grossi. There it is. Yeah, if you want to see a fucking idiot, just go fucking follow him. Like <laughs> that guy's a fucking cool. How'd you get plugged yeah, by Bomani? About, uh, well, the funny thing is, he was. He he usually, you know, Bomani likes to talk about the race thing in the yeah. NFL all the time. And, um, you know, what it is what it is. He has his beliefs, whatever. I agree with him. Sometimes I don't. But um, this particular time, something happened. And I, I honestly, I have, I can't even remember what it was. Um, but he, he said something and I actually agreed with him. But like, you know, I made like a, I disagreed with him like sarcastically though. And I think he obviously my sarcasm uh, wasn't wasn't bleeding through when he read that comment. So he blocked me. Damn, dude, that's the problem. That's the problem with Twitter or any of these mediums. To be honest with you, like it's hard for some people to read sarcasm. They just read it, and you can't see a tone. You can't see anything. You know, like yeah, that's yeah, that's, that's why. True. I mean, I I think a lot. I, I mean there are very few things that I'm, that I'm like really serious about on Twitter anyway. So I just feel like if you're 
you're taking something seriously, you might want to read it twice or something, you know? Oh, no, absolutely. And here's the thing. Like, look, I, I, I play a dick on this show, and, that, and so I play a dick on Twitter. But if you look at my Facebook, Matt, your Facebook friends with me, do I say anything dickish or I even post on there? No. <laughs> like, my real life? My real life is so much different than my Twitter slash podcast life. Yeah. You know, it's all, it's all just a fucking joke, you know, but so many people take it fucking serious. Some people, I mean, I guess if some people are uh, sort of, you know, taking their Twitter real seriously, like they do the real life, then, you know, I guess a, a joke maybe comes across differently, but whatever. I mean, you're not losing a ton of followers, are you, Brian? I mean, it's not. I think you know, people you know, know you're joking. Yeah, he, he, look, man, Wade Phillips fucking follows me. He he fucking likes some of my shit sometimes, man. Like he's got to see me fucking <laughs> bashing on people. Jim Everett's like a Jim Everett's a giffer now too. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. Jim's fucking hilarious. He doesn't give Jim a fuck. Hilarious. He's just having fun. He's just having fun. Yeah. He's just one of the dudes like us. Yeah. Absolutely. Are you coming to any games this year, Jonah? Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, obviously the Saints one is like number one on my list. So right. that's like off the top. Um, I want to do I want to do a Seahawks one, actually. I Okay, so that's like a Sunday one, like, night one game? The, that's, yeah, that's like one of the ones that, well, I'm, and, you know, for as long as that rivalry has existed, that's one of the ones that I haven't ever been to. I've never watched them play the Seahawks. So, oh yeah, I, um, I, I'm still like relatively new, like <laughs> in terms of going to games at the Coliseum. I mean, like the first game I went to, I was like eight years old, you know. And then, you know, we were kind of we, we were poor. We didn't have a lot of money, so we didn't go to a ton of games. But you know, that was our team. But then, of course, they moved away. Um, and right. then, you know, now that now that they're back, it's like I I, I did one once I. Once I got my own job and had my own money and stuff, you know, I, I did go to St. Louis a couple of times and watch them there, and that was fun. Um, but now that they're back, you know, I've been to a couple, and hopefully this season I can go to a few more. They're still, still you know, for me, especially with, with my kids and stuff, it's like still not quite old enough to be buying season tickets and having us go all together, but we're getting there. Right. So uh, hoping, I'm hoping to do, yeah, I'm hoping to do three, three or four games this year. Um, but so okay. far, the only one for sure is the Saints one. That's the one I, you know, obviously after last season, that's like the one I have to go to. As soon as they announced the schedule, I was like, yep, that's the one. <laughs> that's the one I'm definitely going to. I will be there. I know for a fact Tommy will be there. I'm pretty sure Mark is trying to look at it, but I don't think he's going to go. And Matt, you're not going, right? I'll definitely join y'all at the, the tailgate, though, if I don't have so a you're ticket. Just come out, you, so you're just going to come out and tailgate and then, like, go over somewhere and watch the game? Or just go find some tailgate to watch it at? Yeah, I'll probably just drive home and, yeah, just watch it at home eventually. But, yeah, I'll be there Man. for the tailgate. I'll probably... Yeah, that would be that would be awesome, dude. Like, um, uh, the last time I went, um, I, I, I went... The last game I went to was the Chiefs one, and I... I actually showed up like way too late and then, you know, it was like, 
most of the tailgates were winding down and I didn't get to meet up with as many people as I wanted to, but hopefully this, this year, you know, now that I, especially now that I, you know, I'm more engaged with the Rams Twitter, it's like, I have, you know, a ton of people that I'd like to meet up with. So looking forward to that. That's the thing though. You went on a Monday night, it's, you know, LA trying yeah. to get to the Coliseum on a Monday night for a five thirty game. Like that's yeah. just brutal, man. I mean, yeah, I went to both. I went to that game. I also went to the Thursday night game. I think Matt, you were at that Thursday night game as well against mm-hmm. the Vikings, right? Yeah, I was at the like, the Chiefs game too. Oh, were you at both? Yeah. Okay, but yeah, no, those things are brutal, man. But like that, that Saints game in Week Two, that'll be great because it'll be a one, probably a one twenty-five start. So, you know, you get down there like ten o'clock, you get a couple hours to tailgate, and then you can still get in early, watch the guys warm up, and. uh have a good time. Yeah, for sure. The yeah, only we'll... problem is it's going to be hot as balls. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Bring a bucket hat. There you go. Yeah, is that the way to go, Matt? The Sly Special. <laughs> the Sly Special. Hey, man, you got uh, that still... 360 degrees of protection. We that's still right. need to get Sly on the show. That's right. We should probably get him next. We should get Mr. Modelo on. Mr. Modelo yeah, told Mr. Mr. Modelo told me he wanted to come on a couple of weeks ago, but he said he was sick and he wanted to give himself a couple of weeks. So he sounded good when he got on the phone with us. He's got to stop drinking those Modellos <laughs> in the shower, man. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah, you're sick and you just keep you're sick and you just keep drinking those Modellos. You wonder why you still have a scratchy throat. <laughs> Oh, gosh. Oh, Sly, Sly was Sly has been like my favorite. Like uh, I'm, I'm glad that he got into the the gift game. There, he cracks me up, man. That guy. See, that's the thing about Sly, though. Like he's not getting up in his feelings. He's just having fun back. Well, and the thing that makes it more funny, even is Sly actually makes fun of himself sometimes. Like he's throwing mm-hmm. his own face on a gift. You know, it's mm-hmm. hilarious, man. No, exactly. I mean, that's that's the thing. Like, it's supposed to be fun. <laughs> it's always supposed to be fun. Like, the day Twitter is not fun to me, I'm not going to be on it anymore. Yeah, that's right. I mean, I spent years on Twitter not doing anything and just looking for breaking news. And then one day I was like, hey, maybe I should interact with people. Life's so much yeah, more entertaining I, I, I than joined, that. I think I joined Twitter, like, in 2014 or something, but... You know, it's one of those things where, like, you get on and you don't really know what's going on. And then, you know. Right. Then when, then once the Rams came back, I don't know. I don't know why that was, like, the – why that changed everything. But that was, like, the ten- – oh, I know why, actually. I think because I linked up with uh, – well, there were a couple of – I mean, I did a couple of different writing things. Um, but that's that right. was really why I started engaging some people on Twitter. Well, that definitely, you know, once you start throwing articles out there, people start freaking hitting you up for things. That's that's for sure. Yeah. Because, I mean, you you started writing for Cover 32 maybe like, what, a week or two after I did? Yeah, something like that, yeah. It wasn't long after. I think, if I remember correctly, like, they hit me up, and I think they hit WAGS up maybe like right after that. I think you were right after WAGS. Yeah, that's how, and that's how I, yep, that's how I got introduced to Wags. You, um, well, Brian, did you do, or what, what were, what did you do, Brian? Were you on, 
Just DTR? Well, I mean, I guess I kind of joined DTR. I didn't do anything. <laughs> yeah. I, I kind of was overriding at that, that point. Like, yeah, I just got too busy, man. When You know, it's like doing that stuff was fun and and everything. But, you know, once you, right. once you get once you get real busy and, you know, I had a promotion at work and things were kind of just taken off for me, but it, it took a lot of my, took a lot of my time. So. Well, that, yeah, I was going to say that was also another thing with me, like the beer department I was working in was getting shut down at the time. So I was like, I'm definitely not going to focus on writing. I'm going to focus on getting another job. Yeah. And then once you start that job, you know, just like a promotion, you just, you have to earn yourself. You have to earn it, you know? That's right. Yeah. Yep. So I, I hear you. But you know, I think beer never sleeps. I have one in front of me right now. I'm sure you know it. Obsidian (laughs) stout. There you go. That's one of my favorites, man. That's a Deschutes, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You know, that's who I work for, right? Oh, is that who you work for? Yeah, I work for Deschutes. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I didn't know that. No, that's, yeah, that obsidian stout, man. That's one of my favorites. like it. Yeah, yeah no, Jonah, it's great. Just, just make sure you send a DM to Brian before you go to the Saints game so he can bring a, a case for you, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there you go. Well, I mean, I could definitely bring some beer to the tailgate. Obviously, we can't bring anything in. <laughs> <laughs> you drink before you go uh, So, no, I'll, I'll tell you the one, the one good thing that came out of DTR – I mean, like I said, I didn't really do anything. I, I, I guess I joined the staff, but like I said, I was burnout for one and for two. It was in the off season and everything happened, you know, in the beer department I was in. But what did happen was me and Matt started a podcast, <laughs> which 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 has obviously transformed into what we are today. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah. What did you guys? What did you guys? Yeah, I, I actually remember that. I was still with DTR at that time. What? What? Um. Mm-hmm. What? What was the podcast with DTR though? We were trying it wasn't, to. It wasn't Rams Uncensored. No. Yeah. It was. No. Just... It was not Rams Uncensored. What was it? It was Rambling or was it yeah, Rambling, Rambling on, on or Rambling on? That's right. Oh, that's right. We only did. We only did like five I don't or know, six three episodes? or four or yeah. five. I don't know. And then, you know, at that time, I was just fucking poking at Jake in the Slack chat and <laughs> having fun. <laughs> yeah. And then Jake had to, had to let you go. <laughs> he was, he was, he was like posting, and I'm serious, <laughs> which just made me laugh more. Hey, you did too much. Yeah, you did too much there. <laughs> oh, man. I'm That's sorry. Funny. I was, I, I was just having too much fun with it. <laughs> And yeah, you know, sure, Jake, Jake, you know, he take he, he, I get it. He's trying to build something, but I think he takes it a little too serious. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you I know, mean, you you know, I, I can see where Jake comes from, though. But he, you know, he right. I will say this about Jake: he works he works really hard. He's got a job and he's doing all the right. Oh yeah, no, DTR for sure. Stuff and a I, podcast, and he, I think sometimes he does like he spreads himself a little bit too thin by sure, you know. He's right. not like he's doing an extra podcast and he does another one. It's like, it's like, you know, but, but he does work hard, you know what I mean? So, so, you know, if he's <laughs> messing with him, he took it personal. Or no, I know. I know. I think, 
I, I'll never, I'll never say the kid doesn't work hard. What I will say is he probably should focus his time and energy into like a few things instead of like a hundred things. Yeah. I mean, and I say, and I think people know that like his, especially when it comes to like the college, the scouting stuff, you know, he goes to that senior bowl and right. he does a pretty good job with all that stuff. You know what I mean? I think that's kind of like his, his bread and butter there. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But like I said, he should probably, you know, if if scouting's your thing, stick to scouting a little bit. Or if writing yeah. articles is your thing, stick to articles. Or if potting is your thing, you know what I mean? But he's like, yeah, yeah. he's spreading himself so damn thin that, you know, the consistency probably isn't there. Yeah, for sure. Jake, if you're so, listening, we love you, man. Get your <laughs> get your get your lane straight and narrow there. Right, right. It, All right. Look, we've had Jake. Um, we've had Jake on the show too. Yeah, and that was actually a good one too. I was like, I I I tuned in. I was ex- I was like, okay, what's how's this going to go? <laughs> right. I got to listen to this one. And that's that's the thing. Like he should he should realize I I I was pretty tame to him, was I not? Yeah, you guys did good. I mean, it was a good, it was a good productive conversation. So yeah, right. We're so building think, bridges again. Just, well, I mean, my thing is, is just that it gets so flustered by some things on Twitter that <laughs> you know it's just I don't know. I just find it funny, but you know, if he's right in front of me or if we're on the phone, I'm not poking at him or not really. You know yeah. what I mean? It's just yeah, it's all. Sure. In, it, it's like you would pick on your little brother. Yeah, for sure. It, you know? Yeah. And, so. I, and, I, and after listening to that podcast, I'm sure he realizes that. That's what it sounds like anyway. You know? Oh, yeah. Right. And, well, well, here's the thing. The, the, he, he re-blocked me again when we were actually all at – we were all at Tommy's house except for Matt because Matt, you know, his, his wife runs his life, so he wasn't allowed to come. <laughs> <laughs> and – what was funny was Mark was texting with Jake and Mark at the same time was telling me to do things either on Twitter or through his phone or through the Rams uncensored account towards Jake. And then, and then like, you know, he, he got all heated and then, you know, whatever shit happens. Did he block yeah, you again, sure. Brian? But the thing was, is, Jake had no clue that we were all just standing around in a circle while it was happening. <laughs> so we were all just, just laughing our ass. Just always assume that, that that that's what's happening. Right. We were all laughing our ass off, drinking. You know, it was just like, oh, and then I'm like, oh, he blocked me again. Sorry, guys. <laughs> you know, Brian. One thing I really do have an issue though with regarding you is your damn Twitter handle. Please, please change that shit. We can get so much more <laughs> listeners if people didn't think you were just a spam bot because it says Brian and it has like 12 numbers at the end of it. Come on, it's man. It's my fucking birthday, motherfucker. <laughs> Your birthday? 81277. <laughs> How fucking hard is that? Would you like it to be Brian 081277? Nah, it should be the shit. You want a 1977 Brian. in there? What yeah. do you fucking want? You want Krispy Kreme in there? <laughs> it should be Brian underscore Krispy Kreme. That's fucking right. Jesus. That's a good one. 
<laughs> All right, fellas. Well, I got to I got to tap out here. No, yeah. Thanks for coming You're on, Jonah. We out? appreciate it. Yeah. For Jonah, sure. One last, thanks for one having last me question. Are you, Jonah, one last question. Are you sure yes, you don't sir. want to be on while we do our crank call with Cody? <laughs> oh, no. I'm going to have to listen to it back. I got to pick up my kids, man. For sure, man. All right, my man. But I'm, All right. I'm definitely listening. I'm definitely going to listen for that. I'm bummed I'm going to miss it. It's all good. We appreciate all the support, good. man. All good. Thanks so awesome, much, Jonah. For sure. Yep. All right, buddy. All right, have a good See evening. Ya. All right, Matt. Let's do it. So uh, should we try to just crank call Lark first? Let's do it. I'm down. Like, let's just see if Lark wants to join the conversation for a second. You know, he, he's either going to answer or he's not. Mm-hmm. We, we already know Tommy's not going to. Well, I mean, he might answer, but he's obviously focused on his son. Which he should be if he's the only adult. Oh, no, absolutely. No, no, <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. But, uh, yeah, call Lark, dude. Let's see if Lark answers. All right, let's do it. It'll be it'll be like a normal show anyways. Like Lark waits forty minutes to say anything anyway, so it'll be pretty normal. <laughs> All right, here we go. Your call has been forwarded uh, to an automatic oh, voice oh, message no, Lark, system. Five, two, Let's do zero. it. Hi, Lark. We're at minute forty. This is where you come in and you give us a little creepy hi. Maybe we hear a little car noise because you're in your car and you just can't seem to roll your windows up. Anyways, we miss you, buddy. Matt. Say something. Something. Or did okay, you mean? Okay, bye. <laughs> All right. <Mark. laughs> well, that was okay. That was. Uh, should we Should we do a Cody? Is this, dude? Is this going to be the time when Cody answers his phone when nobody's on the on the line? Dude, I have a feeling. I have. A... I have a. I have a feeling too. I feel like Cody's going to be like, "Fuck it, what's up, guys?" And it's going to be, "Oh, well, it's actually just me and just." Brian and Matt, what's up, buddy? <laughs> right, right. And the fact that it's like we're going to be calling him like two hours before we normally do call him. So. Oh, yeah. He might not be in bed. Maybe right. he's even out in the cornfield looking for me right now. <laughs> it's about that time. All right, let's see. Let me well, enter this number and see if this fool calls. All right, all right. So anyways, on that note, if it does go to voicemail, do you want to leave a voicemail this time just for fun? I ain't going to yell, man. I'm going to leave a polite. No, just, just, <laughs> just, just be polite, but then be like, Fucker. you're kind of a bitch or something, you know? Right, right. Just, just for fun. I mean, and tell them you're looking at them in the cornfield. You got to do that. Okay. All right. Let's let's give it a call. Let's see how it goes. Let's see how All I right. do on the spot. All here. right. Here we go. You so, have reached the voicemail box of five. Yo, Cody. It's not Brian this time. This is Matt. I don't know if you listen to the show or know what I sound like, but this is what I sound like, Ben. We want you to come on the show. I know we called you a little earlier, not just in the day, but in the week as well. We thought we could surprise you and get you on the show this time, but I guess not. You know, I'm just over here in the cornfields looking at you, you son of a bitch. I am going to Brought to you by Krispy Kreme Donuts. <laughs> How was that, Brian? <laughs> um, Mark, said right, to, so... t- Mark said to call him back. All right, let's call him back. Just call him back. I mean, that's I mean, that's basically. I think we have some other numbers where we could probably try to get somebody on. I have them in an Excel sheet now too. Well, I mean, I got some people we've never even tried calling before too. That would be fun. Yep. Marky Mark. Hey. 
Mark. What's up? We well, missed you, we've, man. We've, we, yeah, we've, we've already talked to Jonah. We've left. Well, actually, Matt left Cody a voicemail this time. It, it's crank call 30. Who do we got? It's a Monday. No one's expecting it. How'd the Jonah interview go? It went good. It started off a little rocky because you know me and uh, asking questions, but it got it, it progressed very well. Uh, I, I'll also say that I did not expect Jonah's voice to sound as it did. Oh God! Not. I mean, it wasn't. It wasn't like, oh, that's who we should fucking prank call. Can we prank call Josh? Do you have his number, Mark? You still have it, don't you? Yeah, it's on Slack. It's 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 in the contacts. It's on there. Oh shit! No, he didn't have he didn't have the Josh voice. He didn't sound like a mouse. I mean, but you know, if he answers, I'll be like, "What's up, lesbian? Going giraffe mode?" Well, has been forwarded. Automated voice messaging can we system. Leave him, can we leave him a lesbian Six. message? Hi, Josh. I'm just another giraffe out there trying to get my scissor on. Why don't you pick up your phone? Call us back. We're all about that lesbian scissoring shit. Well, oh, it's answered. Awkward silence. As always. That's that's what our, our show our show should feet. trademark awkward silence. We should trademark awkward silence. <laughs> yeah, why I mean why not? Why not? I don't know why, but I'm watching some like that's why you're grizzlies and jazz. I'm watching like grizzlies and jazz on TV from like nineteen eighty two or something. At least that's what the graphics look like. Alright guys. Well, that's gonna do it this this week for this episode, man. Alright. Well, uh, <laughs> just remember I'm staring at you in a cornfield, motherfucker. People like to just hear people fucking talk shit. <laughs> you can't control what's outside your home, but you can control what comes in. Because Clorox disinfecting wipes kill 99.9% of viruses and bacteria, including COVID-19 virus, when used as directed on hard, non-porous surfaces. So whether it's from dirty doorknobs, dirty shoes, or something else, outside germs won't stand a chance. When it counts, trust Clorox. Kill Pseudomonas, Salmonella, and Influenza virus type A2. Kill SARS-CoV-2 on hard, non-porous surfaces. Use as directed. You can't control what's outside your home, but you can control what comes in. Because Clorox disinfecting wipes kill 99.9% of viruses and bacteria, including COVID-19 virus, when used as directed on hard, non-porous surfaces. So whether it's from dirty doorknobs, dirty shoes, or something else, outside germs won't stand a chance. When it counts, trust Clorox. Kill Pseudomonas, Salmonella, and Influenza virus type A2. Kill SARS-CoV-2 on hard, non-porous surfaces. Use as directed. I'm Mark Chapman. Welcome to the Planet Premier League podcast. Each week, Cesc Fabregas, Nader Manua and myself talk all things Premier League. As a player, you don't have time to talk. No. You don't have time to make a plan. You just need to deal with wave after wave after wave. We watched Coach Carter and he said, oh, afterwards, the game's just about doing this for your teammates. And I remember looking around halfway through the film and half the squad was asleep. <laughs> Planet Premier League. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.